You're listening to Bible Prophecy Daily, a weekday podcast where Bible prophecy matters and matters greatly. Shalom in the Lord. My name is Dr. Michael Weiss with Zion's Hope. I've been in a series on defining end times terms biblically and why it matters. As I've done this, we've looked at common biblical words and phrases in eschatology, which is a study of end times. And I've looked at various topics so far from the day of the Lord, Daniel's 70th week, the image and mark of the beast, the Antichrist, restrainer, and more. In this session, I'm going to define the end of the age and the age to come. These two phrases are connected within Jewish thought, theology, and of course, in the Bible. But I want to do something different for this study. I want to define the word in general first, then read some Bible verses, and then define the biblical term based upon these two previous things for the meaning biblically. First, age in the Greek. The meaning of the Greek root word translated age is aeon, A-I-O-N. And variations of this word are used 125 times in the New Testament. The word itself, of course, can have various meanings, just like other words, depending upon the context. Now, before I define this word, I want to make mention of the importance of context, context, context. It's always good to study words. But remember, the context determines the meaning of the word, just as it is in English and other, in other languages. If we only pick a word or phrase used and ignore the context, then we will wrongly define a word or phrase sooner or later. Now, yes, we want to do our best to properly define these terms as well as every other term in the Bible. <laughs> but now, based on the context, age can mean someone's age, lifetime, eternity, world, uh, as long as time shall be or from ancient time, or even translated as forever and ever. That is, if there's more than one aeon in the sentence at the end. We'll see one example of this when we come to the biblical texts. Which brings us to age used in the Bible. I want to read some verses where we find these phrases. Now I'm going to read a lot of verses, but this will help us gather and gain greater understanding of the way this word and phrase is used in theology in Scripture, and of course within a Jewish context. First of all, Matthew 12, 31. And whoever speaks a word against the Son of Man, it shall be forgiven him. But whoever speaks against the Holy Spirit, it shall not be forgiven him, either in this age or in the age to come. Now, I'm going to read a lot of verses, as I mentioned, but I'm not going to explain each one of them. I just want to read these verses to highlight where the age or age to come or present age or however it's defined is used. So within the context of the parables that Jesus tells about the end of the age and the kingdom, Jesus actually explains the meaning of the term. Again, I'm going to read a lot of different verses to help you see how age is used in the New Testament. And that brings us to Matthew 13. 36 through 43. Then he, that is Jesus, left the crowds and went into the house. And his disciples came to him and said, Explain to us the parable of the weeds of the field. And he said, The one who sows the good seed is the Son of Man. And the field is the world. And as for the good seed, these are the sons of the kingdom. And the weeds are the sons of the evil one. 
and the enemy who sowed them is a devil, and the harvest is the end of the age, and the reapers are the angels. So just as the weeds are gathered up and burned with fire, so shall it be at the end of the age. The Son of Man will send forth His angels, and they will gather out of His kingdom all stumbling blocks and those who commit lawlessness, and they will throw them into the furnace of fire. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine forth like the sun in the kingdom of their Father. The one who has ears to hear, let him hear. Matthew 13, 47 through 50. Continuing in the same context, again, the kingdom of heaven is like a dragnet that was cast into the sea and gathered fish of every kind. And when it was filled, they pulled it up on the beach, and they sat down and gathered the good fish into containers, and the bad they threw away. So it will be at the end of the age. The angels will come forth and remove the wicked from among the righteous, and they will throw them into the furnace of fire. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Matthew 28, 18-20, very familiar verses for those who focus on discipleship, which we should all be. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Now, there are some translations that have world there, but it should be age. Mark 10, 29 and 30, Jesus said, Truly I say to you, there is not one who has left house or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or farms, which is pretty much anything in life for people in that time, for my sake and for the gospel's sake, that he will receive a hundred times as much, now in the present age, houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children and farms, along with persecutions. A lot of people skip over that part. And in the age to come, eternal life. Luke 20, 34-36, Jesus said to them, The sons of this age marry, and the women are given in marriage. But those who are considered worthy to attain to that age and the resurrection from the dead neither marry nor are given in marriage, for they cannot even die anymore. For they are like angels and are sons of God, being sons of the resurrection. Now to what Paul and others say about age. Galatians 1, 3-5 Grace to you and peace from God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins, so that he might rescue us from this present evil age. According to the will of our God and Father, to whom be glory forevermore. Amen. Ephesians 1, 19b through 21. These are in accordance with the working of the strength of His might, which He brought about in Christ, when He raised Him from the dead and seated Him at His right hand in the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. Ephesians 2, 1 and 2. And you, Gentiles, were dead in your offenses or trespasses and sins, in which you previously walked according to the course or age of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, of the spirit that is now working, and the sons of disobedience, of course, a reference to the devil. 1 Corinthians 2, 6. Yet we do not speak wisdom among those who are mature, a wisdom, however, not of this age, nor of the rulers of this age who are passing away. 2 Corinthians 4, verses 3 and 4. And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing, 
in whose case the God of this world, or age, has blinded the minds of the unbelieving so that they will not see the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. 1 Timothy 6, verse 17, Instruct those who are rich in this present world, or age, not to be conceited or to set their hope on the uncertainty of riches, but on God, who richly supplies us with all things to enjoy. 2 Timothy 4.10a, For Demas, having loved this present world, or better translated, age, has deserted me and gone to Thessalonica. Titus 2.11-14, For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation to all people, instructing us to deny ungodliness and worldly desires and to live sensibly, righteously, in a godly manner in the present age, looking for the blessed hope in the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem us from every lawless deed and to purify for himself a people for his own possession, eager for good deeds. Almost done. Hebrews 6, 4 and 5. For it is impossible in the case of those who have been once enlightened and have tasted of the heavenly gift and have been made partakers of the Holy Spirit and have tasted of the good word of God and the powers of the age to come. Last, Revelation eleven fifteen. Then the seventh angel sounded and there were loud voices in the heaven saying, the kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ and he will reign forever and ever. Literally, he will reign to the ages of the ages. Whew! I told you it was going to be a lot of verses. <laughs> but now let's come to the end of the age and the age to come defined biblically. Now that you've got a summary of some ways the word is translated, described, and defined by Jesus and other New Testament writers, let's put all this together for the meaning of the end of the age and age to come. There are various elements when it comes to this in the biblical text in Jewish theology. The word aeon refers to a time frame with a specific quality of life within that time. In Jewish thought and the biblical text, I hope you see this, it's very clear, there are two ages. These are referred to specifically or alluded to in the verses I read. Well, what are they? There's the current evil age in which we live. This is where Satan's influence is very apparent. Some have stated this age refers to the evil system that's prominent in the human heart and society in every area of life. This includes government, medicine, education, legal matters, running a business, and more. This is where people are corrupt and sinful, ruled by their father, the devil. And of course, the worldview system or systems and structures that they set up, which are just as corrupt as they are. And we see that today. Yes, that is the current evil age in which we live. The second age is the Messianic age, or the wonderful time when the Messiah will rule. It will be a very different time, though evil will still exist, until at the end of that age too, when Christ will judge ultimately and finally. Now, Jesus will judge within each time frame, within each age, but the ultimate judgment won't come until the end of the kingdom age, or what we call the millennium. Because the Messianic age is the kingdom age. And it connects with Isaiah 9, which we read at Christmas time. You can go back and read that on your own time, but it hasn't happened yet. The government is certainly not on the Messiah's shoulders at this point in history. Now, we wish it was. <laughs>
but it's not. So when you study the word age or the phrases end of the age or the age to come, look at the context to see if it's referring to this present evil age or the future messianic age. So what can we learn? What are some things that we can learn from for our own life now? Why does this matter for us today? Well, we shouldn't be surprised of the sin in this age. We truly live in a present evil age. Don't be surprised when sinners act like sinners. Don't be surprised when corrupt leaders act like corrupt leaders. Don't be surprised when there's murders, extortion, disease, persecution, authoritarianism, and more. It breaks our hearts as believers. And yes, we do what we can to confront evil and exalt righteousness and biblical justice and help those who are in need in this present evil age. We are to be a light, to be a witness, and to share the gospel. But of all people, Christians should not be surprised at the rampant evil within our culture, in our country, and within every country in the world. Now, in great contrast to the present evil age is the age to come. That'll be a wonderful time when the Messiah Jesus rules. There will be sin at that time. Again, as the prophets state, and as Jesus himself states, there will even be death, as Isaiah 65 states, and judgment for those who don't come up to Jerusalem and worship Jesus, as Zechariah 14 states. But the time when Messiah Yeshua will rule will be a wonderful time particularly for the Jewish people, when God will fulfill His promises to them. I'm Dr. Michael Weiss with Zion's Hope. Be sure to visit our website, www.zionshope.org. Look for us on Facebook, Twitter, and on our YouTube channel. There are hundreds of videos on the end times and more from our very gifted Bible teachers. Also on our website, we have books you can purchase. There's also articles and many other resources available as well, some for purchase and many things for free. So until next time, be strong in the Lord until He returns. Thanks for listening to Bible Prophecy Daily. We hope you learned something valuable today. Be sure to subscribe wherever you heard this podcast so you never miss an episode. 